Have you ever thought to yourself, I could write a book on that? Knowing you have great stories, but also accepting you'll probably never write it. But now you can join us, a couple of regular guys telling our stories and hoping you'll share yours. My name is Derek, my co-host is Mark, and this is I Could Write a Book. Yo, and welcome. My name is Mark, and me is my buddy Derek. Derek, let's talk a little bit about what this is going to be all about. All right, bud. So, uh, first of all, thanks for being my co-host, man. Uh, it's a little funny uh, doing something like this. Uh, we were just talking about uh, how uh, we're kind of introverted. So now trying to speak up and, and speak out and tell stories, uh, it's a little awkward. You almost blush not even being in front of a camera. So um Absolutely. it's uh it's 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 very very interesting but um so basically i think what we're going to talk about here is uh all of those situations where uh you just feel like something continuously happens to you just things that are abnormal that there's just no way that they happen to other people to the extent that they happen to you and you know, you could probably just write a book on it. So, uh, you know, I think that's the thing we want to bring. Uh, we have, I think, some, some some decent stories to tell. So that's why we want to start it. But ultimately, uh, this is something to where um, friends and family and eventually, you know, different guests can come on and just tell their unique stories, uh, things they've been through. Uh, and things that from their perspective they can write a book on and you know that like and we're, we're just normal people so we're never going to write this book these things will never be we will never write a book but we that we feel like we could write a book on that so that's what we're here to do i think and tell our stories and uh, just have a good time having some conversation and uh hopefully people will enjoy it so i think that's uh that's sort of what I bring to the table. That that's sort of the idea uh, that we've had for this. Uh, any any other input there? I mean, well, am I wrong? You got any other ideas? I would just like to say that I'm really looking forward to when we can reach the point where we have some guests on here, being friends and family, starting out. It's going to be really fun to just kind of listen to some of their perspectives, some of their stories on some of their books that they could write. That that's what I look forward to is eventually reaching that point. I've already been talking to my wife about it you know F felicia is excited she 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 was just surprised that i told her that you and i would be interested in having her on to talk about something and i i, I could see it on her face at first she was kind of like what no i'm i'm not doing that but then as she started to like think about it a little more i could see her face kind of lightening up like you know i could talk about some things on there so this is going to be a lot of fun, man. I look forward to where yeah. this is going. I, I have no idea where it's going, but I feel like either way we're going to have fun with it. So, yeah, I, I, I gotta say, uh, when it comes to our wives, um, I think if we can win them over on an idea, we know it's not, it must not be too bad because, you know, they may be our biggest fans, but they'll also be our biggest critics from time to time. So, but, but we love them. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, before we get in, into our stories tonight, I, I just got to say, you know, part of the storytelling, I, I got to tell you this story, and I, I'm not going to write a book on this, but just these things that happen. So 
you got me this hatchet, okay? I'm going to tell you this story real quick. Mm-hmm. Don't even, do not even judge this, okay? Uh, you got me this hatchet uh, for my birthday. This thing is, it is sharp, okay? So you know this. I'm going to tell everybody that's uh, listening in here. So, I, I mean, like not a add, week. I would just like to add real quick. I'm sorry. I don't know why I got you a hatchet. I, I thought it was a good <laughs> idea for a gift, but um, when I handed it no. to you, it all of a sudden just washed over stop me. It. Like, why did I no. get this hatchet? No, stop. Listen, I got to readjust my, my chair position. No, it was the best gift. Let me tell you, the hatchet, you saved my life. Okay, let me tell you how. Let me tell you how you saved. You, you literally, I think, uh, have saved my life by buying me a hatchet. So I get this thing. I get this thing, and not even a week later, I'm outside, I'm using this, and I chop through a limb, okay, and it comes off much easier than I thought it would. The hatchet comes down, goes through my jeans, into my shoe, just smashes my foot open, okay? (laughs) I'm trying to keep it low-key, I'm trying to downplay it, but listen, here's the biggest thing. So I'm I've been it's I've been having this cough um, or like at night it's getting, you know, kind of hard to breathe. And I thought it was allergies and like uh, it just kept getting worse. And I took some allergy medicine and, and that didn't really help or anything. So you know, it starts it kind of starts getting bad. And then I do this thing where I cut my foot. So, of course, I have to now go to the hospital. So okay. uh, my wife and hey, keep in mind, this is like almost midnight. Uh, on like oh, a Friday or gosh. Saturday night. Okay. So <laughs> now my wife is rolling her eyes. <sighs> what has this idiot done? She has to drive me to the hospital. So we get there, get the stitches in, get a tetanus shot, even though it was a new hatchet, but they still gave me that tetanus shot. And uh, so anyway, of course, I'm on a low dose antibiotic for to, to keep infection from setting in, 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 in my foot. Well, I had to take this for about 10 days, and it's really low dose. And about the fifth or sixth day, my breathing starts to get a little better, and it's not so bad in the evening. So then, of course, you know, I was too stubborn to go to the doctor about this thing. So I'm telling you, I'm telling you, everything happens for a reason. I cut my foot with this hatchet that you bought me. Without this, I would have never grabbed a hatchet to use outside, to cut my foot, to make me go to the hospital, to go on antibiotics, to kill whatever it was that was in my lungs. It saved my life. And now the the hatchet is just going to be in a shrine forever. Okay, so it was a wonderful gift. I take everything back that I said earlier. I knew exactly (laughs) what I was doing when I bought this hatchet. I knew this was going to happen. I know you. This was, Uh was all planned, other than I did not mean for you to hurt yourself that bad. I could see this yeah. coming. Yeah, well, uh, I've since gone back to the doctor, uh, got some more antibiotics, uh, taken a different approach to uh, knock this out and get me back to normal. But uh, my foot is healed. Stitches are out. Everything's good to go. But I wanted to share that with you uh, just as part of the storytelling. But to be honest with you, that's not exactly you know what we had in mind here. Uh, as far as telling stories, I just thought I would uh, share that right off the bat. Um, but uh, I, I gotta, I gotta tell you, man. Uh, there's a topic that you and I 
you know, we share a bond with. It's how we met. Okay. Yeah. The retail, the retail world. Oh yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of people can relate to what goes on. And, and you've got a few stories. I've got a few stories. We've probably got more than a few stories that are completely inappropriate to share. Uh, we probably would share them amongst each other, but sharing them with others, we probably want to keep it just, you know, a little bit uh, between ourselves. I'm sure some of the stories just get extreme. So between the two of us, we have always said, you know, we could just write a book on the things that go on. And I'm sure there are a lot of people that can relate. So this is where we're going to start, I think. Let's, let's push into this thing. And let's do it. That to- that topic today, we feel like, man, I could write a book on the stories of retail. So I'm going to get into my first little story, and I'm going to see if you have anything to share or if you have any other stories on it. But but I got to tell you, uh, I I got I got one to kick us off here. So All you right. okay if I start? Uh, you want to take off on it? No, no, go ahead. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Um, so this is the story, uh, I, I titled this chapter in my book. It's just called the party aisle pooper. Okay. That, <laughs> oh that's your, goodness. that's your, that's your title. Party aisle pooper. Party aisle. Okay. Pooper. I already know where this yeah. is going. I already know where this well, is going. Hey, three words sums it up. I probably don't have to say anything else. <clears throat> okay. Here I am. I don't know. This is 10, I don't know, eight, 10 years ago. And uh, as, as the title says, uh, I'm running a store and I am walking through cleaning up for the evening or whatever it was I was doing. And I just walk past this. I walk past the party aisle. You know, there's balloons hanging down. There's cards. Uh, you know, there's gifts, there's, there's, there's all kind of things you would there's imagine gifts. in a party aisle, right? There's definitely <laughs> right? There's, gifts. Yeah, there's, there was a gift on its way. All right. So I, I walk by, something catches my eye. I, I didn't know what it would be at first. So I, I kind of take a double take, turn around, look down the aisle. Okay. Sure enough, here's this guy, got his back turned to me. And I just see those pants coming straight down and he just squats right there, right in the middle of the aisle and just leaves the gift, the pile. Okay. I I don't even know if I want to describe how I (laughs) don't, don't judge me, but I could, I do not judge me. I could not peel my eyes away from this happening. (laughs) (laughs) I was I was just in shock. I just think locked in. <laughs> it's just when you see something and you just don't know what to do and it just happens. Okay. It just happens. Okay. So you've got balloons up above you with the streamers coming down. You've got, you've got candles sitting on pegs, lining down the aisles, gift bags, greeting cards. Okay. And then just this thing happening in the middle of this aisle, it just falls out, slaps onto the floor, 
<laughs> slaps. Oh, <laughs> just, my gosh. Let me tell you what. Okay, this is what happens. I don't even say anything to the dude. Because at this point, I'm thinking, if he's crazy enough to just do that, I don't know what's going on. So, st- stands up, pulls the pants up. All right? Buttons up, turns around, and looks at me. Turns around, stares at me. Just starts walking towards me. We don't say anything to each other at all. He just walks past me like I'm a ghost. What a savage. Oh, yeah. Walks past me straight down the straight down the, the, the main aisle, straight out the front door. Didn't like even nothing wipe, ever happened. Didn't even wipe with the tissue paper or nothing that's down the gift. Nothing. Aisle? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it just so I just watch him walk out of the I just watch him walk out of the store. My my jaw must have been my jaw must have been open, you know, like just wide open. Okay, on the floor, and I just, I just turn and look back at this gift on the floor. Okay, I look back to the door. I probably looked back and forth to myself. Poop, dude, walking out the door. I look back at the poop. Like this guy just walking off, like nothing ever happened. And I, I, I didn't even know. Like I felt like I had to tell somebody, but I didn't want to tell anyone what just happened right there. You know, you have to immediately start thinking like, oh, how do you get this cleaned up? You know, you can't let a customer, other customers see this stuff. It, it was just unbelievable. I had no idea what to do, what to say, and it's like a learning moment in your life. When you're just when you're dealing with people and you're in the public, it just anything can happen. I was just about to say that, like you, you eventually reach a point when you're working in retail management where you start to meet people that when you were like younger and not in the workforce, like you would have never known that there was people like this in the world. And it's like retail management is one of those jobs or just working in retail in general is one of those jobs that you meet all the different types of people in this world. And I, I'm, I'm speechless right now thinking about it, man. So I don't blame you for just being in total shock in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. I assure you, I have a couple more stories that will be in my book, but like, I've had too much of the floor. I gotta, I, I gotta take a drink of this of some here to just wash the taste of that story out of my mouth for a minute. So, <laughs> why don't you share if you got what do you have for our book, my man? Uh, share what you've got. What what what's your story? You know, surprisingly, I've got a, a somewhat similar story. Um, did not involve the number two though. We're we're talking about a number one story, so not quite as bad. Um, but I can, man, I, so I'll just, I'll, I'll create the the picture here. So I'm still fairly young and, and new in my retail job. And I think at the time I was like a a cashier at, at this particular place that I worked and I was running the register. It was late in the evening and I had a, um, a supervisor that was closing the store with me that night. And I had like probably at least a line of three or four people and comes rushing in this dude who is sweating and panicking. 
And it's that kind of panic that you just know this guy has something very terrible that's about to happen to him. Like he's running from the police or something. Yeah. Like I didn't know what was going on, but all I knew was that what was about to happen for this guy must not have been very good. And then he hits me with the, where's the bathroom? And I'm like, Oh good God. (laughs) And so I just quickly, you know, tell him like, Hey, it's, it's straight down. I think at the time it was like aisle 12, right? So I just say it's at the back of aisle 12, a wooden door with a window. He's like, thanks, man. Takes off running. I'm still dealing with my line of customers. I have no idea where my supervisor is at. I, I can see the bathroom door from the register. It's all the way at the back of the store, but I can see it. I see this man reach the door. Like he's at the door. He does like a... I don't even know what to call it, like a football juke in front of the door, like not sure whether to go in or not. And then he makes a hard right. And I'm like, why didn't he go in? Like I'm panicking, you know, like to myself, you know, because I don't want to, you know, freak out in front of customers. And and I didn't want to just like start yelling across the store. So I'm just like freaking out on the inside. Like, why didn't he go in? Because I know like this guy had to go. And so he, he takes a hard right. And the only thing, Derek, that is to the right is our stockroom door. Oh, I can, I can just anyone who's ever, anyone who's ever rung customers up or been a cashier in their life, or just imagine <laughs> this guy's walking. You're just ringing people up. They're looking at you. They're paying attention to you, and you're just talking out loud to yourself. What are you doing? Why didn't you go in? Why aren't you going in the bathroom? Absolutely. You just start. You just start talking out loud to yourself, and they're just thinking. This person's crazy. That's checking me out. What does he say? Oh, they definitely thought I was crazy. Because at this point, I'm probably sweating because I'm a you know a new cashier and I have this guy that is, you know, frantically running back to the bathroom and he hangs a right to the stock room. So here I am, the new cashier, line of people, and I'm like, this guy's about to defecate somewhere in my stock room. I don't know what he's doing, and I like poor customer service at this point i'm just rushing through people like i don't even talk to them i'm just ringing them up so i can just get this done to go find out what this guy's doing in my stock room because i i see the stock room door like swing open and he goes in so i get through my customers and i just sprint back to the stock room i slam open the door like i'm like busting down a door like swat right and i bust it open and the guy's standing there Derek with a mop in his hand and he's mopping the floor in the stock room courtesy i mean courtesy this man no get this when i busted open the door he was mopping right i still had no idea where my supervisor was at and i just i was pissed at this point i just say to this guy what the hell are you doing and he he's like i'm sorry man i'm sorry I, i i couldn't i couldn't find the bathroom and I was like, you went right to the bathroom door. Why? How did you not see that that was the bathroom? And he was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I was like, whatever. And I like took off back to the front because I'm like, I got to find my supervisor. I get to the front and I page for my supervisor to come up front. And he comes up front and I just go, Nathan, this dude just came in and he's and he stops me he goes i already know and i'm like you already know what and he was like 
I was in the back room. I was in the stock room. And I was like, what happened? And he said he was in the back room around the corner. Like this stock room was set up where you could go in as a big opening, but then they had a, a narrow hallway further in. He was down this narrow hallway stocking stuff in the stock room. And he says he all of a sudden heard what sounded like running water in the stock room. So he comes around the corner to chew me out thinking I'm in the stock room when I should be up front ringing up customers. And he walks around the corner to find a guy pissing on the floor in the stock room. <laughs> and so I told Nathan, I was like, so why is he like, you made a mop? And Nathan said, hell yeah, I made a mop. I threw the mop at him and said, mop that shit up. <laughs> so kind of a similar story but involving number one instead of number two. And oh my gosh, I, I think that was, that was like my wake up call for retail. I was like, this is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So no one's in the bathroom. I, I, I thought you said, I thought I, it, there was a twist in the story. See, if I'm reading this, if you had this in a book, I'm waiting for the supervisor to come out of the bathroom. <laughs> and that's why the person couldn't go in it. No, but that didn't happen. No, he good twist. It's a twist. (laughs) It was like one of those bathrooms where it has an exterior door that leads into like a smaller hallway that then has the two bathrooms, and they were like the individual bathrooms. So you have the first door, but it had a the door had a like a window to where you could see in, and you could see in and see like if you're standing at that door and you look through the window, you literally see the men's bathroom sign on the wall next to the door inside of the room. So that's what just blew my mind that this guy was in such a panic. Like he was terrified that he was about to pee his pants that he just panicked and went to the soccer room and let her rip. And I can't to this day, like, I think the next day our store manager came in and was just like, Hey guys, thanks for mopping the stock room floor. It looks great. <laughs> and we were like, no problem. It's a special, it's a special new kind of cleaner. It's got some extra ammonia in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that, awful. That's it was crazy, man. Um, I mean, I definitely, yeah. I definitely have my my share of stories, and I could fill a book with you here on this. Um, but uh, I don't, I don't want to hold the floor much longer. I mean, I'm, do you do you have anything else that you can remember? Yeah. yeah so, um, no bathroom stories are fantastic, but. Um, I do want to say, uh, I, I will move us into the next chapter. Uh, the first chapter there, I guess probably should just be titled, um, uh, uh you know, bathroom stories. I, I'm not sure. Uh, but, but this next one, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, uh, title it, uh, sausage and brass knuckles. All right. That's going to be the title for my story here. Okay. So, Yeah. All right, so uh, same store, okay, and uh, I'm yeah. watching. Yeah, so I'm watching, and I notice that this guy, uh, he goes to uh, the coolers, and he's he's shopping for a while, and you can kind of tell when someone's a little suspicious and got some things going on. So I watch the camera. There is a gentleman who decided that he could not pay 
for his uh, sausage uh, from the store. So the man uh, obviously decides to put this sausage in his pants. And uh, I, I think you can see uh, where there might be some puns and uh, uh, coming up. So, yeah. So anyway, I see this happen on camera. All right. And you can kind of tell people are being suspicious. So I sort of watch the camera and sure enough, this guy puts the sausage right down his pants. And so I come out of my office and, you know, you don't go chasing people and and you definitely don't make a scene. But, you know, if you see somebody do something, you may want to approach them respectfully, quietly ask me, you know, how can I help you or whatever? Show me that sausage (laughs) kind of thing, you know? That's right. So, (laughs) so naturally uh, my approach is, is straight to, Hey, I know you got that sausage in your pants. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so naturally he takes offense, gets upset. Oh yeah. All right. I I would have done the same thing if I was, even if I knew I was stealing sausage. yeah. And I said, no, 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 listen, I heard, I saw you take that sausage out of the cooler. I know you put it in your pants. He's like, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I said, I know you have that sausage in your pants. <laughs> so obviously he gets mad. He says, you want to see some sausage? Okay. Throw the man throws his shirt off. Oh no. Off comes the belt. All right. Let me paint the picture before I go any further. We are not in a back room. We are not in an office. We are right next to the main aisle of this 10,000 square foot store. Okay. We are right off the main aisle. What? Okay. Off comes the belt. Hunt buckles his pants, drops his trousers, every bit of it. Okay. Now at this point, you can imagine couple of sausages uh, fall out okay and not only does the sausage from the cooler fall out of his pocket or his pants but out of the other pocket of his pants this big uh, this huge pair of brass knuckles just falls straight onto the floor also so the dude's got sausage and brass knuckles falling out of his pants and i don't mean and I don't mean the Franken beans either. I'm talking about the sausage he took, the brass knuckles sitting on the floor, and this dude just butt naked standing in front of me. There's a still te- still telling me he didn't take anything. There's a bunch of savages so, in this town. I mean, and I'm not gonna tell you where it was, but I don't live there anymore. Okay, so <laughs> this guy just. It just strips down. So you want to check it out. You want to check out if I got sausage. And so he just makes this huge scene. And then I'll just look down. First of all, I see the brass knuckles. So I know the dude's probably out here, you know, busting cheeks or something on people. You know, I don't know what this guy's up to. And uh, anyway, he turns into that. This the sausage is, is just hanging right out of the, uh, of his pants pocket uh, right there on the floor. And, so I'm just looking down, and now I see there's the sausage that he had that he swears he didn't take. Here's these brass knuckles. And I just look down. I'm like, the sausage is right there. It's right there, man. And 
<clears throat> he doesn't say a word. He doesn't say a word. He's yelling. He's hollering. He's doing all these things. He doesn't say a word. Picks his pants up, puts them back on, throws the pieces, throws the sausage like across the aisle, just tosses it, okay, far away from me. Never puts his belt back on, never puts his shirt back on, just picks, his, picks the other stuff up, walks straight out the front door, just quiet as a mouse. After he's hollering, stripping down naked, people are watching this. He just pulls it back up, takes on back out of, takes on out of the store. I would just like to say that um, you are a true hero, sir. There is no telling what that man was going to do with those sausages when he got home. I don't know. And I don't know. But uh, it was one sausage too much uh, hanging out in that aisle that day. Um, so that's when I say to you, uh, sausage and brass knuckles, that's, that, that's the little story that I would have, that next little chapter in my book that I was writing. That, that would be it. That's, that's, so, that's crazy, yep. man. I so far you you have topped my 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 any story that I could possibly think of that has happened to me in retail. So, uh, props <laughs> to you, man, on the sausage and brass knuckles and the locking of the eyes of the cereal pooper in the gift <laughs> aisle. Yeah, the gift pooper. The gift uh, pooper. But but I'm gonna tell you, I saved the. I'm going to tell you, you think I can't top it. I got one more. Okay. One, I got one more. So okay. I, I allow you to share, but uh, share, share your next chapter of the story, my man. But I got one more chapter to add after this. Okay. And you're not going to, and you're not going to enjoy it. I, cause I don't enjoy telling it. Well, I'll, I'll make mine quick. Okay. So we, we've all had to clean bathrooms at one point or another while working in retail. Um, I would say if you haven't and you're working in retail, good on you. Cause like, you know, I feel like most retail jobs, you're going to end up doing that at some point. I have come across, you know, some very horrific moments in bathrooms while cleaning that I never thought were possible. You know, your, your typical, spreading of things on walls, uh, finding things in places that you wouldn't expect to find things, whether it be in the back of the toilet or stuff in trash cans that you hoped you would never see. Um, one particular night for me in the women's restroom was the most haunting night for me ever. Oh, oh here you go. I see you now the way you're describing this. You sing back in your chair with a nice tobacco pipe, just puffing on it away as you talk about your one rainy evening and your detective work that you've done. That's what, that's why I, that's why I picture you right now. That's how I picture you telling the story. So the worst <laughs> moment I've ever experienced while cleaning a restroom was this night in a women's restroom. And to this day, it haunts me. And I go in. And I don't know how, I, like a customer hadn't come to me at some point in the day and said, this is ridiculous, you need to do something about it. Because when I opened this stall, Derek, I want you to imagine. Uh, don't make me do that. Imagine for me the largest <laughs> pot of chili you could ever make. 
okay? Oh, stop <laughs> and I, it. And I want you to take that pot of chili and go to the nearest toilet in your home and dump it from five feet away onto the toilet. Okay. And that is the scene that I had on this day. Okay. So bad All right. that I had no idea even how to handle it. And I'll leave it at that because I don't want to gross out our listeners too much. But let's just say that that was a battle that night. I, I just, uh, I, I'm not even... You disgust me. You disgust me. <laughs> I, I, I mean... I, I apologize if I ruined chili for anybody. <laughs> that's the worst. I mean, we talk, we have some bathroom stories tonight, but... Oh, my God. Oh, very... Let me tell you something. Your reaction is exactly you, some of the things I was saying that night. So. You took <laughs> you you put that in a book. You had some very descriptive terminology there. I think everyone would know the paint the, the picture you're painting there. So well done. Okay, well, thank you. You grossed me out. I can't <laughs> even have chili, and it's winter. Didn't you just so, have chili too? I feel like I've seen uh, a post on Twitter of you singing while making chili recently. <laughs> No, that was over a year ago. I just was now was brave ago? enough. I was just now brave enough to post it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I enjoyed it. it oh my god! Well, thanks. You're the only one. I didn't have any shares or comments on it, but probably because I only have six followers, and the five of them are bots. So that's how that works. <laughs> so, all right, all right. That was good. That was disgusting. All right, you're banned from telling any more stories uh, <laughs> about about that because that was that was way too much. However, however, uh, I'm going to give you the next chapter of the story here. If if I could write a book on things in a retail store, here would be my next chapter. Are you ready? Ready. Let's do this. <clears throat> Woman hides dress in nether regions. Interesting. Yes. That's a lot of fabric. Yeah, it's a lot of fabric. So I'm going to take you back here. Same location as the first two stories. Of course. But this, yes, but this happened on my very first day. Very first day here. There there needs to be police tape on this building, wherever it's at. This needs to be a do not enter sign posted up. (laughs) I promise you there was so much video of this kind of stuff here. Um, but but let me tell you, this is the first first time I see somebody stealing something from the location, okay? So here's what happens. Uh, this, this lady comes in, and, and she's shopping around in the clothes, and um, she, she goes to leave the building, and... She sets the alarm off, and now you know. In a lot of stores, they have the, the towers that you know. If you have clothes that have pins in them, they'll set these towers off. And you know, you know, if somebody's trying to leave with something, you see it all the time at different stores. But yeah. um, so anyway, she goes to walk through, but, but she doesn't have anything. Okay, and so you know, I say, hey, yeah, excuse me, ma'am. You know what? What do you have? You know what, what's going on? You know, I didn't see you come in with anything. You don't have anything. You know, and, um, anyway, and she's <clears throat> what she's wearing is not a whole lot of clothing either, uh, to be honest with you. So, 
um, she's wearing this dress and a skirt, and it goes down like halfway to the knees. So, um, just so happened to catch that as she's moving through this alarm, these alarm pedestals, uh, I just so happened to catch right just just underneath the, the the dress line there was one of the pins, the clothing pins, huh. just kind of dangling right out from underneath. It's it, and, and and I just think, how can this be? Okay, what's going on? So, obviously, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to comment on. So I just say, okay, no, no problem. I know I don't know what's going on, and and she just she starts to leave, and she just walks off. Now I can't imagine she could run at this point, but uh, if if you, if you're guessing, I will confirm to you. That once she left, I called the police. Uh, they did catch up to her. Uh, again, uh, she, I don't think she could run off at this point. The brisk of water. So, so that's right. So they bring her back. <clears throat> they, they start to search her because, you know, she set off the alarm. And, um, anyway, they had to dispatch a female officer to come out. And they walk to the bathroom. And... She comes out with this rolled up, like sheer dress, like a shirt dress thing that we sell in a Ziploc bag. So, you know, she went over there, she rolled this dress up, put it where there's no sunshine, mm. and tried to leave. Now, mm. I don't know how you're wearing that. I don't know how you're wearing it after you do something like that, unless you're giving it a bleach wash afterwards. <laughs> I have no idea, but but this is literally the first the first thing that happens to me in this new location is is this woman going to these lengths, this disgusting behavior to get this dress out of the store. It it's just. Right then, I knew I was in for an adventure. I I just did not even know at that point what what people were capable of. Uh, but then, constant. But but then after that, uh, there are hundreds of stories, three of which uh, I mentioned tonight. Between this woman taking this, the guy stealing this sausage and had these brass knuckles falling out of his pocket, and then right down to the party aisle pooper. Who, who just locked eyes with me on his way out the door. I just could not believe it. I said, I, I just said a hundred times I could write a book on this stuff. And, you know, that's why, again, I just feel like the inspiration. And I think a lot of people will have that inspiration to just share stories. They feel like they could write a book on because there are so many things that happen in the world. And you mentioned it earlier that, you know, in different professions and in our examples tonight, the retail profession, you, you realize that people do things that are just astounding. And so uh, I agree with you in this statement that, and, and I, I just said this to my family just yesterday, nothing will ever surprise me again. Nothing. Like you could tell me anything. I don't care what it is. 
make up the most extreme thing you could ever think of. And you know what my reaction will be? Well, yeah, I'm not surprised. I've yeah. seen the party owl pooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, nothing you tell me will ever surprise me. Like, there is no length of things that I will put past anyone. So you tell me a story, and I'm going to find it interesting, but you can't shock me. So I look forward to, uh, you know, maybe some family or friends or, or, or friends of friends and maybe people down the road coming on trying to write some books that, that maybe shock us or, you know, surprise us in some way. But I don't, I don't think they can. Uh, it's just I think I've seen too much. I bet there's going to be somebody that hits us with something that's unexpected. I, 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 I will go ahead and put put my prediction down now that I feel like we're eventually going to have somebody on here that surprises you again, sir. And I know that um, you and I have been through some interesting moments, um, especially you. Um, but I feel like we're going to have, have somebody on here that, that changes your, your view on that. Yeah. 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 Good luck. I mean, <laughs> I mean, tell write me, tell me a story, write, write me a book about how you, uh, about how you stole the Statue of Liberty, and you know what I'll say? Yeah, okay. I'm not surprised someone tried to do that. Like nothing's gonna shock me. Okay, you could be uh, what? Who's that? Gru. He steals the moon uh, from the Minions movies <laughs> or, or or whatever that is. Uh, okay, I'm not shocked. We'll see. Maybe, okay. but we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, you know. I don't know, like if if it if it's stories that related to, you know, things that happen to people at work, I would say that they wouldn't shock me or surprise me. I would I would say if like you know, because yeah, definitely retail has opened my mind up to the possibilities of what humans are capable of. Mm -hmm. Um, but so maybe maybe something tailored more around you know, someone's job or you know retail or whatever it may be, maybe something like that. Wouldn't surprise me, you know, hearing stories about what people are capable of. But outside of that, you know, with something else, maybe maybe there will be something out there um, that I feel like could could surprise me about, you know, even about humans like that they're capable of doing. So never know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, bring it on, man. But that that's all the stories I've got. So, uh, man, I've I've enjoyed this. Um, me too. Me you too. know, this is first opportunity first chance first try uh at something like this you know uh, i i i really I, I truly genuinely enjoyed it um and uh hopefully we can get others to share but uh you know we'll be back to continue trying this and yeah just have some conversations share our stories and uh, have a good time so man anything else no i, I just you know piggybacking on what you're saying this was our first episode and we, we talked about a lot of fun things and hopefully um, to any listeners out there that get to, um, to check in on this, you know, hopefully they, they enjoy it a little bit too. And uh, we look forward to having many more and we're definitely going to talk about all kinds of stuff on here. And what, what's great about this, um, I could write a book, is just the flexibility of it. Um, we can literally talk about anything with this. And... Not to mention, you know, we'll have our moments to talk about things outside of, you know, just our stories. But um, I think this has been a lot of fun and I look mm -hmm. forward to 
to continuing this and I'll just leave it at that. So. All right, man. Well, that's it. I'm going to head out of here. So have a good night, bud. You too, man. Thanks for, for getting on. Have a great night. All right, bud. Later. Peace. Hey everyone, just wanted to say thank you for listening to this chapter of the I Could Write a Book podcast. Derek and I are having a lot of fun with this, and we're really looking forward to hearing from some of you about the moments that you had where you could have written a book. If you're interested in reaching out and sharing your stories, or possibly being on a future chapter with us, just email us at icwbpodcast at gmail.com. That's icwbpodcast at gmail.com. Have a great one.